Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspiration Podcast with host Althea Richardson. Wove stands for Women of Vision and Excellence, and the mission is to inspire, encourage, and uplift women and the men who love them to becoming all they were predestined to be. And it starts with restoration. Dr. Silver is the founder of the Post Betrayal Transformation Institute and is a holistic psychologist, a health mindset and personal development expert, and the author of the number one best-selling book, The Unshakable Woman, Four Steps to Rebuilding Your Mind, Body, and Life After a Life Crisis. Dr. Silber, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Looking forward to our conversation. So you are the founder of Post-Betrayal Transformation Institute. How did you get started doing that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that must be an old bio because I have a few more books since then, which I'm happy to talk about. Yeah, awesome. you know, you don't study something like betrayal unless you have to. It's actually my 30th year in business. And as life would change, well, so would business. So I was in health and then mindset and then personal development. I had a really painful betrayal from my family, thought I did everything I needed to do to heal from that. And a few years later, it happened again. This time it was my husband. So got him out of the house and looked at the two experiences thinking, okay, well, what's similar to these two besides me? You know, and I realized boundaries were always getting crossed. I never took my needs seriously. And I'm one of those believers that if nothing changes, nothing changes. So here I was, four kids, six dogs, a thriving business. And I decided to go back for a PhD. And it was in transpersonal psychology, the psychology of transformation and human potential, because I was changing so much, I didn't quite understand it. He was too, wasn't ready to look at that. And then it was time to do a study. So I studied betrayal. What holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? That study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed my health, my family, my work, my life. So to get this, to answer your question, the PBT Institute is you can't go making discoveries and go back to business as usual. <laughs> the PBT Institute, Post-Betrayal Transformation Institute, has, uh, it, we have everything that the discovery the discoveries proved we need to heal all in one space. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about betrayal. Why does it hurt? And mm-hmm. what and how does it like impact and and how is it created? Yeah, well, think about it. This was the person you trusted the most. This is where you got your sense of safety and security. So the reason why it's such a different type of of trauma, different type of crisis, is because you know this is this is who you trusted. This was it, it feels so intentional. So we take it so personally. And the way it works is the more we trusted and the more we depended on someone the bigger the betrayal. So for example, a child who's totally dependent on their parent, and then the parent does something awful, that's going to have a different impact than let's say your best friend sharing your secret, right? Both are still betrayals, different level of cleanup left in the wake. <laughs> oh, wow. And so you did also um, a discovery study. And there are five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. Can you share mm-hmm. some more information on that? Yeah, sure. That out of the three discoveries, this one uh, was the most exciting for me. And and what what was discovered was while we can stay stuck for years, decades, a lifetime, and so many people do, if we're going to fully heal, 
And by fully heal, I mean symptoms of post-betrayal syndrome. I could talk about that after. Two, this uniquely healed space of post-betrayal where you're totally healed called post-betrayal transformation. Bunch of criteria to get to that space. You're going to move through five now proven predictable stages. And what's even more exciting about that is we know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every stage. And we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. So healing is entirely predictable. And I'm happy to share the stages if that would serve. Yes, please do. Oh, sure. So they're all um, in my book, Trust Again, they're all mapped out. And uh, it's what our coaches are certified in. It's all we teach within the PBT Institute. But here's like a distilled version right here. So stage one is like a setup stage. And if you can imagine four legs of a table, the four legs being physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with all of the study participants, me too, was a real heavy lean on the physical and the mental thinking and doing and kind of neglecting the emotional and the spiritual, the feeling and being. But think about a table with only two legs, right? Easy for that table to topple over, and that's us. Stage two, by far the scariest of all of the stages. This is shock, trauma, D-Day, discovery day. And it's the breakdown of the body, the mind, and the worldview. So right here, this is where you get the news, you know, you you ignite the stress response. You are now headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in a complete and total state of chaos and overwhelm. You cannot wrap your mind around what you just learned. This makes no sense. And your worldview has just been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model. It's the rules that prevent chaos that govern you. Don't go there. Trust this person. These are the rules. This is how life works, right? And in one earth-shattering moment or series of moments, everything you've known to be real and true is no longer. The bottom has bottomed out and a new bottom hasn't been formed yet. So this is terrifying. (laughs) But think about it. If the bottom were to suddenly bottom out on you, what would you do? You'd grab hold of whatever you could to stay safe and to stay alive. And that's stage three, survival instincts emerge. It's the most practical out of all of the stages. If you can't help me, get out of my way. How do I survive this experience? Where do I go? Who can I trust? How do I feed my kids? Right? Here's the trap though. Stage three by far is the most common place to get stuck. And here's why. Once you've figured out how to survive your experience, Because it feels so much better than the shock and trauma of where you just came from, you think it's good, right? You're like, okay, I got this. And because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, we don't know there's a stage four or stage five, transformation doesn't even begin until stage four. But because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, we start making this home. We start planting roots right here. We're not supposed to, but we don't know that. And four things happen. The first thing is you start getting all these small self benefits from being here. You get to be right. You get your story. You get sympathy from everyone you tell your story to. You get someone to blame. You get a target for your anger, right? So you don't have to learn how to trust again. Should I trust you? Can I trust you? I forget it. I'm not trusting anybody. So you plant deeper roots, right? Now you're not supposed to, but you don't know that. Now, because you're here longer than you should be, now the mind starts doing things like, well, maybe you're not all that great. Maybe you deserved it. Maybe this, maybe that. So you plant deeper roots, now, because this is, these are the thoughts you're thinking, well, this is the energy you're putting out. 
Like energy has like energy. So now you're attracting people and circumstances and relationships towards you to confirm, yep, this is where you belong. The misery loves company crowd. They come around now too. It gets worse, but I'll get you out of here. Because it feels so bad, but you don't know there's anywhere else to go. Right here, you resign yourself. You're like, this stinks, but I need to find a way to be okay with it. So right here is where you start using food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, anything to numb, avoid, and distract yourself from this painful place. Now think about it. You do that for a day, a week, a month. Now it's a habit, a year, you know, 10 years, 20 years. And I'm not kidding. I can see someone 20 years out and say, that drinking you're doing, that emotional eating, that numbing in front of the TV, do you think that has anything to do with your betrayal? And they would look at me like I'm crazy. And they would say, it happened 20 years ago. Yeah. But do you see? All they did was put themselves in stage three and stay there. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. Wow. That, that's interesting. That's, uh, oh, man. Right. And, and it, I found it so crazy that, that, I mean, that's why From Hardened to Healed, this is my most recent book, is just for stage three. I'm like, uh, the, you can get all the five stages, but I found that everybody is landing and staying in stage three. And they don't know about stage four and five. So if you bothered going through your painful experience, you owe it to yourself to heal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You want me to finish the stages? Yes, please. I can't leave everybody stuck in stage three. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Okay. So if you're, um, you're willing, willingness is a huge word right here, willing to let go of the small self benefits, everything you were getting in stage three, grieve, mourn the loss, bunch of things you need to do. You move to stage four. Stage four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. Here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo my experience, but I control what I do with it. And in that decision, you start turning down the stress response. You're not healing just yet, but at least you stop the massive damage you'd been creating in stages two and stage three. You know, I always use the example of if you've ever moved to a new house, office, condo, apartment, whatever, your stuff isn't all there. You know, it's not quite cozy yet, but it's going to be okay. Right. That's the feeling. And um, and that's the feeling of stage four. And here's also what happens, though. Think about it. If you were to move, you don't take everything with you. You don't take the things that don't represent who you're going to be when you're in that new space. And what I found was if your friends weren't there for you right here, you've outgrown them. Right. You don't take them with you. If they don't rise, they don't come. So really common. People say to me all the time, what the heck? I've had these friends 10, 20, 30 years. Is it me? Yes, it is. You're undergoing a transformation. And if they don't rise, they don't come. When you've made this new space mentally home, you know, you're okay with it. You move into the fifth most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. The body starts to heal. Self-love, self-care, eating well, exercise, things like that. You didn't have the bandwidth for any of that earlier. Now you do. Your mind is healing. You're making new rules. You're making new boundaries based on the road you just traveled. And you have a new worldview based on what you see so clearly now. And remember the four legs of the table? In the beginning, it was all about the physical and the mental. By this point, we're solidly grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages. Absolutely. That That is, wow. <laughs> That's a lot. And I didn't realize or even think about betrayal being so many, having so many intricate things going on with it, different stages in that. 
And a lot of women that I work with, they get stuck in that portrayal and they carry it in every relationship going forward and just really not able to heal from their portrayal from the beginning of time for them, especially if they um, look, if you're looking at it from the standpoint that um, they were portrayed by their parents or they betrayed by their dad and they're not able to even get over that part. And it just continues to carry on from there. So that is awesome information. You're so right. And, and repeat betrayal is a classic sign of an unhealed betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. It is classic. And, and, you know, we'll spot an unhealed betrayal from a mile away. We see it in health and work in relationships. For example, in relationships, I'll see it in one of two ways. One, just like you said, repeat betrayals. The faces change, but the same, you know, it's the same thing. People say to me all the time, what the heck? I keep going from partner to partner to partner, friend to friend to friend, boss to boss to boss. Is it me? Yes, it is. Not in that it's your fault, in that it's your opportunity. There is a profound lesson needing to be learned could be you are lovable, worthy, deserving. You need better boundaries in place, whatever, whatever it is for you. Until and unless you get that, you will have opportunities in the form of people to teach you. That's why those repeat betrayals keep showing up. The other way we see it is when people put the big wall up. They're like, nope, been there, done that. No one's getting close to me again. (laughs) And we think it's coming from a place of strength. It's not. It's coming from fear. Classic sign of an unhealed betrayal. Yeah. In in health, you know, people can go to the most well-meaning doctors, coaches, healers, therapists to manage a stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. At the root of it can be an unhealed betrayal. And we see it at work too. You know, you want that raise or promotion, you deserve it, but your confidence was shattered in the betrayal. So you don't have the confidence to ask. Or you want to be a team player, collaborative partner, right? But your boss, your coworker, you know, you want to trust them. But the person you trusted the most proved untrustworthy. How do you trust your boss, your coworker, your partner? Shows up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. How do we trust again? Yeah. It's it's definitely, you know, people ask me all the time, can trust be repaired? I say no. Can it be rebuilt? Yeah. But it it it's a process. And um, it's from the ground up. You know, I look at trust like a brick wall. The only way I know of a brick wall being built is brick by brick by brick, right? And that's why it takes a while. Every, it's the same thing with trust. Every opportunity someone has to show that they're trustworthy represents one brick in that brick wall. Now, think about it. Here, that person could have been building that brick wall over a long period of time. And then in one earth-shattering moment, they destroy the whole wall. Now, you have every right to look at the rubble of bricks and say, I don't have the least bit of interest in watching that thing get rebuilt, right? But if you do, your job, if you choose, would be to be willing to watch that brick wall be rebuilt. The person who shattered it has to be a really good bricklayer. And it goes up the same way it went up the first time, brick by brick by brick. Every opportunity they they have to show that they're trustworthy, One brick in that brick wall. Here's where I see people going wrong. The brick wall is shattered. The person who shattered the wall doesn't really have much of an interest in rebuilding it. So the person who's been betrayed and whose trust has been shattered, I'll build it. No. Mm -mm. That's why they never feel safe. That's why they can't trust. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. If to refer someone to you that may have experienced a number of like a lot of portrayal what is the Mm -hmm. process that you go through with that individual and i know that it's going to be different for each person that comes to you 
But is yeah. there like a certain um, process or foundation that you start off with? Yeah. The, the, well, the first thing is, they, you know, everybody is welcome to take. Uh, our, we have two quizzes. One tells you exactly what stage you're in. They can just find our healed or hardened quiz at healed or hardened quiz dot com uh, or just go to the PBT Institute. Um, they could just, you know, find stuff there. But but what you want, what we do is we have a really beautiful welcome process where you meet with our uh, our client care specialist. And this way, based on, you know, where you're coming in and there's a short little uh, question just so she knows a bit more about you. And then she can uh, suggest the right programs, the right coaches, you know, based on where you are right now. She can show you how to buddy up with someone if that's what you want. There's so much to take advantage of. Within the PBT Institute, just to, so everybody knows what I'm talking about, we have so we have our certified coaches. We have some certified coaches who work outside of the community, but we have certified coaches who teach daily classes. And this is so our members get to know, you know, know, like, and trust them. And they each coach has a specialty. So they may specialize in divorce, in narcissism, in reconciliation, in chronic pain, in whatever. So they teach daily classes and everything's recorded if you can't catch it live. And then members get sessions, private sessions with them as well. We have our self-paced program, pr programs that literally move you through the stages. Um, I bring in experts to teach master classes on topics that, you know, just anything having to do with healing from betrayal. And these are, these are like appointments that you can't get with doctors who, are booked, you know, two years out. And I, I know them. So they come in, you know, just yeah. to serve our community. I'm in there. So there's there's really no place like it. It is absolutely designed to have you come in at stage two, stage three, move you through the stages, and then, you know, stage five and beyond, you're gone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You graduate. Uh, awesome. You know what? I have I have a question because there's one thing that you had mentioned about there's um, individuals that help maybe women or men that have experienced someone that was a narcissist. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about how that works, because yeah. I, I had another guest um, here earlier and we were, she's a mindset coach and we were talking about, is it possible for a narcissist to even get help? And then how does that woman or man overcome all of the damage that was done by that narcissist? So how, yeah. how would you be able to help someone like that? Yeah, well, we actually have, and she is a very popular coach, one of our coaches who specializes in narcissism. So she has, I mean, we, what do we have? Maybe a hundred classes all recorded that she's done already. And so, you know, members can really dive into that. And she, you know, they book sessions with her. She's very busy. Um, but we, you know what it is? There's a lot of unpacking there because someone, when someone is, uh, has been with a narcissist or maybe they grew up, maybe one of their parents was a narcissist. So they're, they're already, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to, to move through because, very likely there's, you know, there's a low self-esteem. They're questioning themselves, all this stuff, because that's what they were taught. Remember, the narcissist is, is um, the only way it works is when that person is off kilter, you know? So the narcissist, it's like, and I, I, I talk about this in, uh, in Trust Again, and I say it, I think it was Trust Again, where it's, it's like a dog and a tick, you know, it's like that narcissist needs what's called narcissistic supply. 
Right. Right. So it, it like latches on to get that. And there's this love bombing and the overwhelm. And now, so the person on the receiving end is like, this is the greatest thing ever. But then the narcissist gets what they need because there's an unmet need within them. Right. And they're not willing to do or not even seeing that they have the work that needs to be done. So they're looking at, you know, the person that they're sucking the lifeblood out of, right? <laughs> to give them what, what they're not, what they don't personally have. Here's the problem too. You know, I see this so often. We have a lot of people coming into the PBT Institute with therapy trauma. If you go to a therapist who is not highly skilled in betrayal, it, it does more harm than good. And in, I'm bringing it up because let's say with narcissism, let's say there's a couple Let's just say the the husband is a narcissist and he had an affair and, and the wife manages to drag him to couples counseling. Like typical, right? <laughs> typical example we see a lot. Well, if that counselor is not highly skilled and here the narcissist is very charming, crocodile tears, the whole the whole thing. Yeah. The counselor looks can look at the wife and say, you know, you really need to communicate better. You and she's like, what? You see? So she's been she's been bombarded by messages from him. She's not enough. She's got to do more. No matter what, she's not this, she's not that. And now it's being confirmed. That is, that, that is a recipe for crazy making. Yeah. That, that, that right there, what you just shared is, is really good information because again, I have come across a lot of couples that are, they come in and they are like, and I know the situation because for me, I have to listen to both sides and mm-hmm. I will go from listening to the husband first. I got to hear his side and then I hear her side. But this is two separate occasions, never at the same time, because you're always going to have that one that's going to over talk and, and, and all of the things. But I want to hear the two separate sides of the story. And then I'm able to formulate, okay, now I know what I'm dealing with. And so that information that you just shared is very helpful for me so that I'm um, able to be more effective with the uh, couples that I see and I can recognize the narcissistic personality in either one of them because I've seen them on both sides. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, And certainly I'm not diagnosing anybody, but what I will say is when that's all you've known, when you've grown up with a narcissist, when you're in these narcissistic relationships, you do, you believe that it's you, it's gotta be you, it's gotta be your fault, it's gotta be, you know, it's gotta be, you're the reason why, you know, all of these things. So, um, but what I know for sure, and all we do within the community is, is really, we have to rewire this, Yes, you know, um, because it's otherwise, all you do is go into the next relationship with the same set of beliefs, mm-hmm. and it just keeps you stuck and, and you deserve to heal. So, you know, the, the idea of when you're truly moving through betrayal, because it hits us on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, every level needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, you know, something I see too. People may go to, let's say, a counselor or a therapist. That's only getting it on one level. And they're wondering, why am I seeing this therapist for 12 years and I'm still stuck? Well, that's because you only dealt with it on one level. Yeah. It's got to, it's, it's, you know, there's a, um, the study proved it's hitting us everywhere. And that's why we have to heal it from everywhere. Absolutely. 
Dr. Silber, again, can you share your information in regards to how we can get in contact with you and also take your quiz and, and, and even purchase all your books that you have? Yes, sure. I mean, everything is at the PBT as in post-betrayal transformation, uh, the pbtinstitute.com. Everything is there. The quizzes, uh, the, the uh, community, so you can learn, see if it's a fit for you. There truly is nothing like it. Yeah. And I will definitely make sure that all of that information is shared on the show notes at the end of this show. So, Dr. Silver, do you have any last words for our listening audience? Yeah, you know, I, I would say, first of all, I've been through it and it's so painful. Um, you can heal from all of it. I didn't do anything anyone else couldn't do. I just didn't want to be the poster child for betrayal. And um, and I wish there was a roadmap when I was going through my healing, but there is one now. So don't stay stuck. Staying stuck is a choice. Yeah, definitely. Dr. Silber, it has been a very informative, <laughs> I mean, really good information Thank you so much for taking time out of your, I know, busy schedule to share this wealth of information. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. You guys, this is Althea with Wove Inspiration Podcast. You guys have an awesome day. Take care. God bless. Hey, this is Althea, host and producer of Wove Inspiration Podcast. Wove Inspiration features women and the men who love them who use their voice to share their stories of overcoming obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. The common factors for guests on Wove Inspiration are their solutions and their victorious endings. You can follow us and leave a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you listen to podcasts.